Welcome to the Twist My Arm podcast, where we talk about toilet paper and, I don't know, socks? Sales. <laughs> oh, I said wrapping paper. Oh, I, <laughs> why did I think toilet paper? I don't know. You guys, I, you guys have a weird <laughs> toilet paper-centric existence. Oh my remember god, it's so true. Remember when we came over to your apartment? I think <laughs> it was the first time ever. we were at your new apartment, actually, last time. <laughs> and I went into your bathroom, and there was like a pyramid of toilet paper on the back of the toilet and i was like oh god i think it was like okay. 48 rolls i mean or it was it was a lot of toilet paper i was like cool came out was going out of business so. they'll never run yeah. out but then the next time we came you guys had no toilet paper <laughs> yeah oh that's right you were somehow magically out of toilet paper and i was like i i was here recently and i saw an entire structure made of toilet paper and you guys are somehow out so i don't know what you're eating but Yes, toilet paper will come up on the Twist My Arm podcast. <laughs> so anyway, we are back from a little bit of a break. A hiatus, if you will. It's yeah, a, 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 a redo kind of. A restructuring. There's, there's been a we, structured our, we restructured our contract so we could stay with the team at a hometown rate. Yeah, we kind of burned everything to the ground and now we're building it back up. Right. Because... Slightly yeah, to the stuff. right of where everything was burned down. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. My mic keeps falling down here. Stupid. So anyway, I'm Josh. I'm the host today. And we're going to be kind of giving you guys a rundown of what our new format's going to be like. Give you a little bit of a demo of how it's going to be. And then, you know, move on from there. We're trying to be a little more... Um, What's the word? It involving with the fans? Trying We're to trying to be... Or the listeners? Fans. More, more focused, more involved, and more relevant. We want to have conversations that will matter to you in a way that is not necessarily like life-changing, but is the sort of thing that you could really identify with. Right. So that you have an imperative to listen to us. It's not like, oh, I know those guys. Let's listen to them. It's more of like, Oh, that's an interesting point of view that I never thought of. Let's listen to that. Right. And it's also just, we kind of, I mean, this podcast has always been like at work, basically. We've always been kind of evolving it and doing different things with it and trying (laughs) new things out. And I think what we've gotten now, the format that we've worked out, um, is perfect for what the show actually is. It's... You know, feels like a good identity. Yeah, and we're still we're still still trying to keep the local aspect, having you know local music played and living room sessions and you know local guests and stuff like that. Um, but we're I don't know trying to be a little more accessible. Yeah, it's more of like larger concepts that people can approach without having to know. Josh or myself or having to be in the Denver area even if we use that as a jumping off point like we'll talk about this local band's whose style is punk and then we'll specifically talk about why I don't like punk (laughs) and why Josh loves punk you know things like that like we use them as a jumping off point for larger more accessible conversations that you can be part of on our Facebook page our Twitter email wherever you may choose right and and kind of keeping the same amount of content but in a shorter more uh structured structured path. and streamlined yeah that's kind of where we're at because i mean for the people that have been listening to us for a while you know how we are we love our comic book movies and our star wars and the star trek and all the pop culture stuff and video games and all that stuff but we also 
like to argue. <laughs> well, and we know that you have <laughs> a million sources to get news yeah, and trivia and stuff about so many that that you don't need another thing for it. But So many better podcasts out there that, right. that do things better than we do. But what about like the meaning behind the passions and things like that? Why do people care about Star Wars and Star Trek so much? And why do they constantly pit them against one another? Why do people love this band or hate that band? Why is this right. somebody's favorite food? Like... Why do people think you should try this thing that you already have a preconception about? Things right. like that. Why, 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 why? Exactly. And so, for instance, today, uh, Kylie is our guest, quote-unquote, kind our of. featured our, topic. Yeah, normally we're going to try and have somebody different on. But for this first month of, of things, we're going to stick within the... Featured commentator? The we'll come network. up with a really cool yeah, title yeah. for that. But she's going to be talking about ICP today which is a very controversial subject for so some people right away for me personally if i were listening to this i would already be like oh maybe i don't care so that's our purpose like just keep listening and hear what she has to say she's not telling you you should definitely listen to icp she's telling you try and examine why you had that thought of like oh well now i suddenly don't care about this episode like think if, about it if it may <laughs> if it helps i haven't listened to an icp song in Yes. <laughs> it's it's more of like kind of getting into why you were so into why? ICP or yeah. or why you still are su supportive of them and stuff and and who they are and and whatnot. Yeah. So so we're that, here to twist your arm into different example. Things. Yeah. We're gonna twist your arm into thinking about something new or thinking about something old in a new way because you know maybe you're gonna enjoy that thing and we don't know. So. Right. The new format is totally geared toward getting you to ask yourself questions like that. Why do I like this? Why do I not like this? And if anything, maybe it'll be like the next time somebody's talking shit about ICP, you'll be like, hey, well, actually, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm heard not, this. I heard a podcast yeah. and yeah. they said that they were actually kind of cool dudes. I'm <laughs> no juggalo, but I do have a point to make. <laughs> right. You know, right. I mean, it's a fair thing. And, and who doesn't love being able to be like, like here's, yeah. here's my point against that. Oh, it's my gosh. Like Especially <laughs> about like the most controversial topic, yeah. you know, from oh the man. 90s, really. But. So if you're a <laughs> confrontational person who loves to challenge your friend's views, this is the show for you. And we'd love to have you on or we'd love to have you record a piece and send it for in. Sure. Get a hold of us. How could they do that? Um, they can get in touch with us on Facebook. If you just search Twist My Arm Podcast, uh, you can tweet at us. If you search TMA Podcast. At Twist My Arm Cast. Oh, at Twist My Arm Cast. See? I'm in the middle of, in, the, in yep. this whole revamp, and I'm in the middle of making everything the same. <laughs> so then at the beginning of these shows, I can be like, search everything, Twist My Arm Podcast. And honestly, so, you can basically do that. If you Google Twist My Arm Podcast, it pops up. We'll pop up. Anything. If you go to Facebook and type in Twist My Arm Podcast, mm -hmm. we'll pop up. Right. Twitter will pop up. YouTube will pop up. Instagram. <laughs> the I only mean, thing, I mean, if you can send us an email at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com, and I am looking into trying to get a voicemail system set up yes i don't know there's a couple services that we're looking at there's yeah, variances in prices and quality and things like yeah, that but we're working on it i'd rather not give out my own personal number right you know like no there's no. there's whole <laughs> yeah there's whole services dedicated just to that right yeah, so we are it. in the middle of that but for now what we're doing is little surveys um through the week We'll have two different surveys through the week, and we decided that we were going to start small this week 
and do a Star Trek versus Star Wars poll. Now, this Oof. is low-hanging fruit for us because I'm a self-admitted Trekkie, and I have no problem with that label at all. <laughs> and Josh is definitely on the other side of the aisle in the Star Wars universe. So it's really an easy access point for us to sort of explain and demonstrate the new format where we just sort of argue with each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. About great. stuff. <laughs> um, but the involvement part of it comes with the poll that we're talking about on Facebook. So we went this week at the beginning and asked everybody just straight across Star Wars or Star Trek, what's better and why? So we'll leave these polls up for about a week at a time. You can definitely vote, and we encourage you to leave comment. This week we only got five or six comments. They were all good, so we're going to go through them. Um, I guess we'll start with the poll results, <laughs> even though... I just want to let you know <laughs> that we didn't vote, by the way. Did you vote, Jesse? Uh, I don't think I can because, because I have did a, it because I'm an admin on okay. the page. Okay. So if I do, it says Twist My Arm voted for this. Okay. okay. And I didn't want to skew people's views. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't yeah. do it either, yeah. just for that we reason, didn't. just yeah. as a disclaimer. Um, well, and as an additional disclaimer, our special guest, my girl Joanna, is here, and she did vote. <laughs> she did vote correctly. So, um, That's just right. <laughs> have we even gone through? I who's no, okay, here? So yeah. So <laughs> you're Josh. Let's start with Josh. I'm the host today, Josh, and we have. I'm Jesse. I'm the co-host, and you already met Kylie, who is yes. our guest topic person today. Slash also also co-host. co-host. <laughs> Constant uh, presence on the podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then we have our guest guest, Joanna. Double guest spot. Hi. Yes. And she is my lovely girlfriend of. Six years, seven years, six years. Six. six years. Wow. Almost. I wish six. I had my soundboard for the claps. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that in. Just kidding. No, we won't. Um, so the breakdown is Josh and I have known each other since the first day of first grade. So we're good friends and differences of opinion happen between us. And that has never really been a problem for us. So that's why it's an easy format for us to sort of put together. And then we feel like with the community involvement, we can go from there and find out new topics that we would have never thought of just because those aren't, you know, what we would be interested in. And it'll be a way of branching off episodes as well, kind of keeping it continuous. Yeah. Um, so we this week we do a certain poll and the next week we do a poll based off of the results or comments or. Right. So. For example, this week we did the Star Wars versus Star Trek poll, and we know there's people out there that are like, what if you don't like Star Wars or Star Trek? We hear you, and we want you to go to the Facebook page and leave your comment saying what you prefer, and what's the thing that you always bring up when somebody brings up Star Wars or Star Trek? You go, actually, I'm more of a Doctor Who fan, or you know, I'm really more of a Red Dwarf guy, like whatever it is. It doesn't have to be British, but whatever your thing is, you know, bring that up and we can use that as our jumping off point for next week's conversation. Right. And, you know, hey, if you feel like you want to leave us something to say about that, definitely go right ahead. Yeah, um, and we'll also po- uh, post that up as soon as this episode airs. Yes, you will we'll see a question. That. Yeah, there'll be some sort of Q&A on there, whatever. And we have like... 300 followers on Facebook and we had 28 people vote on this first poll and we understand that it's a new thing and we appreciate all your involvement but come on that's like that's 300 other people that could be voting on this that get looked to vote. at it you looked at it and said you saw it Meh. and you went I don't care I don't care about <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek so Fuck you're the people that we're looking for now now go on <laughs> here and tell us why you don't care about those things what is the thing you do care about yeah for sure <laughs> <sighs> So, so the poll results. Do you want to get into that one? Yeah, we can. We'll start with the poll results because um, we do. I mean, basically, I guess 
I guess first we, we spread these. We're, we decided to spread these episodes out between three different segments. We'll still have our um, our kind of pop culture current events sort of segment where it, it's name name pending. But yeah, and it'll be more personalized and quick. Like, hey, this is what we've been doing this week. This is what we think you should check out. That right. way we're not trying to fill a whole episode with what we've been doing. Because we'll be honest, you know what? Some weeks we don't do a whole lot. Yeah. Or, or something that we did that maybe you shouldn't check out. Right. It's it's kind of a good idea, bad idea segment. But and I think that's copyrighted. So it is. So so that. name pending. So <laughs> I, I don't know who copyrights that, but don't worry. I'm not going to steal it. I'm yeah, gonna chill out, Animaniacs. Something else. Yeah. <laughs> Rights owners. Jesus. I know you're coming back to Hulu and all that, but like, Jesus. Um, <laughs> don't forget to go to Hulu.com slash Twistmaron Podcast <laughs> for your free discount. Enter the code TMA. Um that is not legit at all. We don't have Anyways. any codes for anything. That is not legit at all. <laughs> no, but you've got to act like you've been there, you guys. Come on. All right. So. You've got to be professional about it. <laughs> so this week we had the Star Wars or Star Trek poll. And, I mean, I'm probably I, – I, I can't say this for sure, but I'm going to say that most Star Trek fans, as soon as they saw that poll, knew how that poll was going to go. <laughs> because that's sort of the nature of the beast with these two things, I think. Yeah. Um, Star Wars won 64% to Star Trek's 36% with 28 votes. So there is math in there somewhere. You know we can find out who who voted, right? Yeah, so this is basically a list of people I respect and a list of people who are dead to me. No, I'm I'm kidding. I I would obviously never make quite that bold a claim to it. But we had 18 people vote for Star Wars and 10 people vote for Star Trek. So... We didn't have a ton of commenting this time, but the thing that I'd like to say before we get into the comments that we did get is that, again, I think this is the nature of the Star Wars versus Star Trek beast. Star Wars appeals to everybody, and that's not a bad thing. Like, it's good to appeal to a wide audience, right? So that's probably where some of that comes from. Everybody knows what Star Wars is. Even people that don't like Star Wars have probably seen at least one or two Star Wars movies in their lifetime, right? So they're like, yeah, I know what Star Wars is, word association between the two. I would watch that. That other one seems a little too nerdy for me, so you know, I'm not going to deal with it. As a kid, when you're watching between the two, Star Wars is way more engaging because it's way more fun to watch. Laser swords because and blaster yeah, pistols. From a child's perspective, Star Trek is a bunch of adults in a room standing around talking, which I get. Like, you know, you don't that's not super engaging as a child. But I think that's part of why these two things are so hard to compare. It's because they're different in their natures at the very beginning. And I think one of the commenters said the same thing. But I would like to point out that even though I love Star Trek and think it's far superior to Star Wars, I don't think Star Wars itself is bad or shouldn't be viewed or is, you know, something that nobody should ever see. I just think Star Trek is way better. <laughs> you know what I think is hilarious? Is I should have had a, a video camera right here just on Jesse. you right in front of all three of these Star Wars posters and like all the shit behind you. With my Star Trek shirt on. And then the other thing that I find <laughs> hilarious is that shame, shame. you did vote. You oh, did I vote? <gasps> you did vote. I figured Just it out. <laughs> it and Joanna, too? <laughs> oh, no, we I admitted she I did. No, yeah, she voted. Oh, that's, that's right. That's, that's fine, right. but you voted. I knew I did. Well, oh. 
Then, and but also still your lost. mom. Then your mom voted too. I know. She said that she, she did. Star she Trek. said she started wow. first. Yeah, she voted for Star Trek. I think my go. mom did too. There you go. I think, <laughs> she did. I think so did my mom. But, no, but but Katie it was good voted to for Star Trek too. Oh yeah, wow. she commented. Yeah. But that's actually really cool because I didn't know I could do that. I was clicking on it. I must have clicked on it hoping people would think the show voted for it. Oh, okay. And going, oh, I want to side with the show. That must <laughs> have been what I did. Because I knew this was coming. <laughs> I, t- I told you I knew this was coming. Yeah, no, it's, it's but, a pretty... And right, you're right. So it's, it's very... Uh, I don't know. It's easy for everyone to get into Star Wars. Easier. Right. It's and highly it's also, accessible. Right. There's so, so much more media out there for Star Wars. So before you and I argue with each other... Let's go through some of the comments that we got really quick because they're pretty good. Um, the first one, almost right away, was my friend Zach Sauer says both great franchises, but Star Trek hands down, <laughs> which I fully agree with. <laughs> Referring to Star Wars, episodes four, five, and six were pretty good to watch over and over again, but the plot in the other six movies didn't really change anything, in my opinion. Star Trek: The Next Generation, in particular, episodes and movies were just done a lot better. Now, I don't know if by that he means, like, the production value, like, they looked better or something, which I guess is possible, but it was later, so it would make sense. I, like, it was more new. I don't know if I would say the production value necessarily more more so than the... Not of the episodes. Definitely. No, 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 but, <laughs> but like, just the story, story-wise. And even the movies kind of connected with some of the episodes, that might didn't be, they? That might be what he's wasn't, going for Wasn't there, yeah. First Contact over the summer between two seasons... Because they ran into the Borg and then... No, so that was actually after the show had finished because it oh. was a new ship. Oh. And it was re- it was referring to that because that was like one of the most important points in the show. But right. they did have um, the Generations movie where Kirk yes. met Picard. Yes. And it was like sort of a... He was stuck in the time Metaphorical thing. and a physical passing of the torch yeah, at yeah. the same time type of thing. Um, so yeah, he may be referring to the story there. But I agree with, with Zach that... Um, the first f- three Star Wars movies that came out were great, and I could watch them over and over. But the other ones aren't didn't really seem to change anything about the franchise. I will put a caveat there and say the Last Jedi, which I really liked, changed everything about Star Wars for, for sure. me. So for sure, I'm cool with that. I think Episodes one, two, and three were more of a graphics experiment for Lucasfilm. Like, I don't. And I, especially after episode one came out and all the scrutiny Lucas got, he was like, I don't, I don't, I don't care anymore. So do you want... I'm just going to put as many graphics into this as I can, so and, the s- and I don't care anymore. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Like, the snidest, <laughs> snarkiest response I can give to that is that the next generation was Gene Roddenberry's graphics experiment, because he finally had access to all that stuff. Oh, okay. And it was fucking awesome. <laughs> well, they didn't overdo it. They didn't no, overuse I, I know, it. They did a good job of keeping it subtle and yeah. like it's a lot easier to do those kind of graphics in space than well, it is on like a volcano planet. Or it, something it's a lot stupid. easier to to ha- say, okay, this whole show takes place on one ship yeah. and then build that set right. and have them always on the same ship. I agree. Right, I right. totally agree. Right. I've just, I thought that was a funny point, but I think, <laughs> I think Zach has a valid point there too, but again, the Last Jedi changed a lot about Star Wars. Um, is Katie Solom one of y'all's friends? Yes. She, yeah, she's our yes. friend. Do you, you want to read her comment, Kylie? Do you want to read her comment for us? Um, okay. Can you read it from here? Oh, uh, no, nice, nice. Yeah, I have it on the screen up here. I, I finally decided to utilize the big screen in the <laughs> studio, so, but okay. it's too far. <laughs> Katie says, um, honestly, I think they're so different, they shouldn't even be compared. I probably like Star Trek a little, um, seriously, a minuscule amount. <laughs> More than Star Wars, because I love the future tech and science stuff. 
Star Wars is fantastic too, but it's much more an epic fantasy adventure in space. Sorry, there were some words missing in there, so I was like, uh, <laughs> I had to fill them in myself. <laughs> Thank you for, <laughs> Thank you for Those, like, magazine paraphrases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting that she falls on <coughs> it, Yeah, it's, it makes a lot of sense. The, in the fantasy aspect of it, the uh, space opera, like, giant fantasy spectaculars. Right. Definitely, like, when I was younger, that's why I always watched, you know, and Return of the Jedi was always my favorite right. because the graphics were Action. fucking pinnacle yeah. and everything looked so good and it wasn't there wasn't a lot I of agree. in-depth story trying to go in with it it was more like we're the fucking rebels and we're gonna destroy these bitches right. you know so and i thought it was also interesting that she made that same point that i did like honestly they shouldn't really be compared straight across and then she said it's just a little bit more <laughs> like i do i really like star trek just a little bit more so it's like even though we feel like they're different things we're still willing to be like but our thing is better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also think that as you get older, you start to appreciate Star Trek a lot more. Fully agree. That's, that's yeah. for, for me, especially that's true for like, me. I didn't really start watching Star Trek till I was, you know, in my 20s. And then I w- I've watched The Next Generation the entire series like three times. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I went to my dad's and borrowed all of his old videotapes of the original right. generation or the original series and stuff. And like, I, as an adult, I really like those stories and like how the science is involved and i like i like listening to them talk and watching them stand around on the ship now because you understand what drama is now as opposed to exactly what action is so exactly yeah. and yeah. It, it wasn't like oh you know luke is is stuck on the death star and and oh man did something just happen to me pause okay i'm pause sorry i i had a weird thing with my <laughs> well sometimes the mixing board is a little weird but anyway so like when you're a kid and you see Luke going up against you know the the Emperor and, and all that it's you're like oh my god this is good versus evil right whereas in Star Trek they're trying to figure out you know a problem on some planet that's a bacteria that's making people go crazy that and they there's have more to break down and like well and there's more of a gray area generally with the um, adversarial confrontations in Star Trek yeah, like it's for not sure. good versus evil it's like understandable difficult position versus understandable difficult position right, and, and like how do you and how would a grown-up handle that you know and it's if more it like so in a military setting type of more thing like beliefs versus beliefs or like right. with concept against concept right with yeah. uh with the federation versus the, the klingons there's well, always the romulans, an issue or the, they, or the romulans a, yeah whatever I mean, there's a treaty come on yeah oh my god <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm trying to <laughs> Trying to pull from you know the past here. This is why people don't <laughs> like Star Trek because we can't let that kind of shit go. Eventually, they're just gonna start yelling at me in Klingon and like. Well, it's be yeah. I speak. <laughs> I speak very little Klingon. It's not even that much. It's not even that much. <laughs> but no, the difference of of those conflicts compared to Star Wars has always been, you know, the little guys versus the big guys, basically. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you're right. There hasn't been a lot of story changing over the the films over the saga except for the last jedi they really fucking ramped up what they could do there well and they subverted a lot of expectations and sort of just changed the tone of the of the current story arc which i really like because it's still the same story it's still a good and evil thing it's just a much less black and white version of that right and then i mean if you dive even deeper into rebels with that cartoon they're they're bringing in a ton of new concepts that you could bring to the table with them to do with because better, those better shows are considered shit. canon. Oh yeah, for sure, right. hands down. Um, 
there it was the season or the series finale this last week for rebels and uh basically the the their arc story arc ends right before episode four a new hope or actually right before rogue one basically Mm. and then they do like a little epilogue kind of talking about where everybody ended up and then the next time you see them in the story is after the battle of endor okay so so those characters like were part of the rebellion but the way that they kept them in the story without people going well why weren't they shown in episodes four five and six right they they just kind of they were in different missions and doing different things they wrote it out right that's not bad no and and they did a lot of uh they they left a lot of good loose ends right where they can tie them up in their next cartoon series new story uh seeds right which then leads me to my next point about star trek versus star wars there's so much content and yeah. the other day when I was telling you about the new series coming out, you were like, I hate you. Like, I wish I could get so more much Star Wars right now. He's, yeah. You're like, I wish I could get more Star Trek. And and God, if I was on the flip side, like I would be pretty pissed, too, because like seriously, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is everywhere right now. And Star Trek gets. Yeah, they have their little series, but they did such a poor job of like Delivering distributing it. that. Like it's yeah, it's an awesome, awesome product. But they're like, we're going to not really make it super available to you, which I yeah. still. But. Really hate. only Americans for whatever reason was it produced over in it was Europe or something or like it was produced in Canada because that's where Paramount oh okay does a lot of their production but We're not your um, friend buddy yeah but it but the reason is because in America CBS exists and in the rest of the country there is no like you know one channel that has everything that's they're all their own versions of that right BBC one BBC two you know they have you their, their the own rest of the world for yeah okay so you said country oh yeah <laughs> sorry I meant to say the rest <laughs> of the world so they all have their own you know CBS type channel so CBS can't come in there and be like we need you to pay for our content because right. you've never seen it before right so but what they could do is go we'll have Netflix distribute this around the world but in America will tell people well, you know what CBS is come buy our CBS content right. exclusively through oh, us which dick move. which I hate and I refuse to do that's but what's move. really cool is now that the first season is over I can go get a one week trial I was just going to say I'm going to do binge the whole thing. show yep. and then cancel my trial that's what I was I'm really do. excited to do that and I'm really it's gonna, upset with CBS it's going to feel really really good to yeah. cancel that subscription yeah, after it is. it's done it'll be great you know like, what I got what I wanted out of you sit, I'm going to have to sit through so many commercials for Big Bang on a paid <laughs> surface on a paid service? Are you uh, kidding me? Yeah, just yeah. I, there's so, and that's the other thing with Star Wars. They're they're sort of always telling. Okay, normally the main Star Wars movies are always telling the Skywalker Force story. Right. As a whole, I would say Star Wars is telling the story of the Force in yeah, general and that universe. That. Yep. Um, they're starting. the The good thing is they're right. branching out now, though. Definitely, with all these definitely. Extra. I mean, of course, the, you got the solo movie coming out, which is still in the realm of the Skywalkers. Well, but, but the way that the Last Jedi has set up the universe going forward, I think, is mm. a positive thing. It's like, okay, stuff is different now, but you know, all the stuff you know is still here. Just, just wait because it's a little bit different. So right. I really like that. The thing that I think Star Trek has in strength over that is that it can tell any story but in a sci-fi setting so like and with any set of characters you don't have to have that you don't have to always have picard there or captain kirk exactly be a different it doesn't have to be a main character it can be right well and they can have nine or ten main characters because it's an episodic thing so whereas with star wars everyone's clamoring for luke to be there right and there needs to be screen time and there's limited time to tell the story and there's two and a half hours you know so 
with Star Trek, they could tell you, um, you know, a law, a courtroom story with a jag type thing or, you know, that going on. Or they could tell you. That was the beginning of Next Generation, wasn't it? Uh, with Q? Well, there was one they of those in like the very beginning. But the ones setting? that I really like is the one where Data has to prove that he's a sentient being in court. So that one has like a prosecutor and a defender and stuff like that, and there's a judge and things. Right. Um, there's one where they do arbitration on another planet that's really cool in a nerdy way, but they could also tell you a ghost story or um, a murder mystery or yeah, it's um, true. You know, a wildly speculative horror story. Like there are so many different kinds of Star yep. Trek episodes, and that's why people, you know, when you're flipping through, you go, "Oh, it's a data episode." So what that means is it's a story about humanity and how we should all achieve to be better people. Right. And, you know how he works to be a, a human even though he can't achieve that. And so it's, there's a there's a lot more range of storytelling options with Star Trek, just because it's not about one family. Now right. I think to be fair, Star Wars, if you look at the expanded universe is n- almost never about the Skywalkers. No. It's like all about other Jedi and the things that have been happening other places and other times. And especially the new books, there's nothing about... I mean, they had a, a Princess Leia book, kind right. of, that was about her, but everything else has been about other characters. Well, and even her book was mostly about her being on ships and doing political she things. She was doing... With the, yeah. yeah. She was just getting pregnant with Kylo right. Ren. And, um, but I think that's one of the biggest strengths of Star Trek is their episodic storytelling. Yeah. And... Star Wars finally for I mean dude I've been wanting one of these for, for years, years. Yeah. they're getting their live action series yep which gives them that, that opportunity to be able to tell the stories now whether or not they execute those well is still yeah up for so debate. here's the but thing is I'm wondering if they're gonna go anthology like Star Trek type of thing where it's a new story every week with maybe some recurring characters and maybe some multiple episode arcs or are they going to do what every TV show is where you doing have the now? The main villain arc over the whole series. Where yes, the first season is one story, mm-hmm. the second season is the next mm-hmm. chapter. You With know, all the like, filler episodes in between. Right, shit. exactly. Like, is it going to be because Star Wars already feels that way? with it just its depends. side characters because of the way the movies flow. Like, sure. Lando Calrissian is really cool, but we only know that because we've built him up in our minds. Yeah, but he same hasn't done anything on screen. Fett's the same thing, right? Yeah, so it's like. I think that's why they hired those Game of Thrones dudes to, to come do and vast do their overarching plot yep. lines. And and John Favreau, I guess, is who's going to be doing right. the actual live action series. Yeah. But the Game of Thrones dudes. So, and there there you go again with the with the extreme amount of content. You got the Game yeah. of Thrones guys making a whole new trilogy of movies, which could probably possibly be rated R. And it's after Ryan Johnson's trilogy, which he's been given. Yep. And so then you got and he's doing supposedly a prequel trilogy. Like an old, old school, like so no story. So there's six movies. Right. Plus you got <laughs> the new cartoon coming out, which I honestly think that Dave Filoni, the creator of Clone Wars and Rebels, should be in charge of the live action series. He is by far one of the best storytellers. He, I mean... Is he still in good standing like with the company everything? He, like are they going to... He's doing all the shows. He did Rebels. Well, but like are they... Do you think they're going to want to keep him involved oh, yeah. heavily? Oh, yeah. He's already like agreed in, to terms and stuff to do oh, the nice. next cartoon and That's stuff. Good. But... I think that, I mean, he he worked so closely with George Lucas with the Clone Wars mm. that he, like, kind of knows how he thinks and how he wanted to do things. And so, like, those certain story arcs, those, like, two-part episodes in Clone Wars or Rebels or something that were amazing were always Dave Filoni. Gotcha. It was always him making that episode or that series of episodes that had to 
that had like a, a plethora of like storytelling in it. So he seems to really be a good. He's uh, he's the good one of creative make, director, right, and he's the one who you know brought in the time travel, which <laughs> is weird. But like, and but it's funny that, that I would thing, laugh like, at you because I'm like, oh look, Star Wars now has time travel no, when Star Trek a, is like full of it. And it's, it's such a different <laughs> style of time travel, though, and right. that's the the thing about that sort of time travel that Dave Filoni made is that like it could be time travel, but it might not it be. could also be it like could just be a, a force connection it could be like, like spiritual understanding of different times exactly it was well done i liked it, the explanation we watched it's uh i don't know i just think that he would be one of the better i mean john favreau's fantastic of course he yeah. did iron man and stuff but i mean it's not kevin feige kevin feige's not doing the series right john favreau's just the director like he's not writing it or anything so i just hope that he can do stuff more along the lines of a Star Trek sort of storytelling where they're going out and solving problems and doing more human things than make it feel like more of more a mystical lived in universe. Yeah, yeah. Than, than, like I really liked the idea years ago Lucas had to do a Star Wars Underground where it was going to be a live action series about basically downtown Coruscant. Yeah, I remember that. Where instead of in the skies of Coruscant, it's on the streets, yeah. and it's all the crime and, like, all the shit going on down all there. All the smugglers, nerf herders. Exactly, and I, I thought that was a really fucking cool concept because you're seeing, like, the dirt of the Star Wars so, universe. And, like, interestingly enough, that's, do. like, the exact <laughs> feeling that I got from the Solo trailer. Like, For sure. It's in the streets, it's gritty, that, for lack of a better term. And that very real. beginning of Rogue One. Yeah. When Cassian shoots that dude, like yeah. that was fantastic. It was yeah. a great way to make the universe more real and, and to a little show more. You, this isn't your typical Star Wars movie. Like, sure, this is a different story. Sure. Yeah, like you, you could. <laughs> it's mainly saying you could possibly be in this universe. Like, you could live in this universe. Right. You don't have to be a Jedi or it could be anyone, the Emperor or something like and that. And then the yeah. and then the last Jedi comes in and goes, "Well, everybody could be a Jedi." So. Kind of. Is this name... Yeah, I, I wonder what they're going to do about the midi-chlorians. Is this name... Sorry, back to comments. Cassie Jean or Casey Jean? Cassie. Cassie Jean says, I think Katie nailed it pretty well, Star Trek, because it's a hopeful outlook for humanity's future. And that's one of the things that I really Agreed. love about it. Like, when you watch it, it's it can be cheesy, obviously. Obviously, William Shatner is the king of cheese. <laughs> but... Are you sure? But they show that truth, like that those real human truths and they are able to translate them into a way that reaches out to people. Um, I think a big important part of it, like you were saying was as a kid, I didn't really feel the need to watch that unless it was the trouble with tribbles. Well, that I mean was the only one that was worth it when you're seven, I really liked <laughs> the Borg when I was, a oh, younger yeah, kid cause okay. it was like, they were creepy and bad guys yeah. and stuff. But, um, and also seven of nine, I mean, just sure. damn, but sure. anyways, <laughs> Um, I think that's Joanna's like what are you talking yeah, about she no it's the episodes <laughs> with them as kids that's why I'm like why aren't you saying the most obvious one <laughs> like they were all kids and they were all adorable that one was really good little Whoopi Goldberg was perfect <laughs> so like yeah. so like how good of an episode would that be to introduce your kids to Star Trek sure. because otherwise they're not going to care right I mean I know I didn't but for me part of the reason that episode with all of them as kids was so great was because you knew their personalities so well as adults and those kids those kid actors did an amazing yeah. job you were like yeah. that's Picard that's him <laughs> the way he makes fun of Wesley Crusher even though he's like eight years old now <laughs> I was like 
Yes, Picard would still bag on Wesley. That's exactly <laughs> what he would do. Like, Wesley sucks. Spot on. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different access points. There's those kinds of stories, like we were saying. There's horror stories. There's courtroom dramas. There's everything. But through it all, it's all about that positive outlook on the future. And it's like, right. I mean, Picard has a, a couple lines in one of the movies where he basically explains it all. Like, well, in the 24th century, we don't have money. We don't care about, um, you know, being... Uh, winning over somebody else we right. care about bettering ourselves as a person and as a, as a race as the well. whole race <laughs> has that personal goal that is each my and every one of us the biggest draw for me for star trek is because i'm a huge sci-fi guy and i right. love the thought of being able to go into space and travel and stuff and they're explorers you know they're out exploring well and the space way he explains like it is the only way it could really be feasible because if there were money mm-hmm. then you'd have for example people like now where they're competing to get to space in a private industry. I'm not right. saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying right. at some point, if everybody needs to leave the planet, then we're going to need more than just that one rich guy's two ships. Right. And it, I mean, it, it, there's so much more to it to just with the, there's one particular episode of, I think next generation where they go visit a planet and they're trying to get them into the Federation. Yeah. And the two, pl- the planet is split down the middle. Basically, there's two different yep. views, and they can't agree with each other, and yep. so they can't get them into the. They can't be a part of the Federation until they're one planet. Right. And sometimes, like, I'm a big conspiracy theorist, but sometimes, like, you know, you see all these UFO sightings and stuff, and it's like, maybe these fucking that's these, the argument. Yeah. These you know people from other planets or these beings from other planets are looking at us because we have technology that could get us around. But because we can't work together as an actual race and we're always at war over over oil and right. and religion and, and money. So that's a point that a lot of conspiracy theorists or you know ufologists will point to. They'll say, if you were out there looking for an intelligent life and you came across us, would you be like, oh, there's intelligent life? Or would you be like, okay, they need some time to yeah, cook? Yeah, yeah. Like, like get, give them some time to grow up a little yeah. bit and learn what... This one is not done baking yet. So. Yeah, and it's either going to burn... Right. It's going to bake too long and it's burn. It's going to be a perfect souffle. Or right. <laughs> exactly. It's going to come out and we're going to fucking be And that's part of explorers. the thing is even Star, in Star Trek explores how that would even come about in the first place. And right. they, they sort of deem alien contact as the only thing that would make people realize, oh, all of our stuff doesn't really matter. matter. We need to work right. together and be like a team here. Right. Which in the future, there's a great Jerry Seinfeld stand-up bit where he says <laughs> in the future, that's why everybody has the same outfit. You know, like in movies, you see oh, people in sure. the future, they're all sure. wearing the same thing. Sure. It's because they're like, okay, we're going to visit other planets. We want to look like a team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. That's, That's why hilarious. everybody wears uniforms. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do, I do agree with that, that it's the most plausible of the two series. And then it would be the most realistic well, thing and to it's, happen. And you know? beyond that, it feels like <laughs> it's the one that you could be, you could aspire to be a part of mm-hmm. because you could do that. You And, and that's, a noted phenomenon by the way people watch star trek and then they decide i'm going to engineering school right i'm going to be an astronaut or this that and the other thing there's tons of astronauts that list that as their inspiration engineers everywhere chemists everywhere all those kinds of people they love star trek and they say yeah that's why i got into this thing right so that feels like a kind of thing you could really be a part of or help build that future if you wanted. Whereas, Whereas Star, Star Wars, Wars is, is more, I want to get into the entertainment industry because well, I want to I wanna, make this. I want to build lightsabers yeah. and sell a thousand of them, a million <laughs> yeah. of them. And it's yeah. like, because yeah. that's a toy, man. So, like, so in all honesty, Star Wars is the problem. Like as soon as we get right. rid of Star Wars <laughs> and everyone just watches Trek, like then we'll move on right. as a race. That makes <laughs> sense. That makes just, sense. I mean, 
because everyone chooses rebel or you know empire so right and really we're all <laughs> just people yeah we're all just those scumbags in the course we're all streets strikingly <laughs> human <laughs> So yeah. thank you. Uh, we we did have one more comment from uh, Michael Martinez. He says, "I find that a lot of the time, the majority of Star Trek characters seem highly agitated, <laughs> and that's not the case with your Star Wars characters. Only occasionally do they lose the chill vibe, right? <laughs> it's like the Trek characters had too much coffee, and the Star Wars characters grow the coffee. <laughs> I'd say that's basically that. I mean, that's fairly valid. That kind of makes right? sense if you're if you're comparing like Jedi, right? Cool, calm, and collective Jedi." I uh, still but I would point to Captain Picard and be like, <laughs> coolest, most yeah. calm, collected being in the galaxy. Yeah, that's and true. I mean, in real life, he seems that way too. Uh, I want to hang Patrick out Stewart. with Stewart. Yeah, so I, I want to hang out with him like real bad. So just total side note, I've met a cu- couple people who have met Patrick Stewart like at conventions and stuff. Sure. And the only thing they that they say is like, sweetest man you'd ever meet in your life. He's such a gentleman. He's the nicest person in the world. And I'm yeah. Like, I I. Would totally expect that. I would right. be super disappointed if that's not how he was. Well, he's he was brought <laughs> up in a really good English. Well, right, but I mean, I mean he used to act for the Queen. I mean, he's yeah. he's up. That's he's why there. he's he's a knight, isn't he? Isn't he knight? Oh yeah, Sir Patrick Stewart. He lives in a mansion. Yeah, he's Fuck yeah. very very well off. Oh, to be Jean Luc Picard. Yeah. So thank you guys very much for your comments on our Star Wars Star Trek poll. We really appreciate it. If you don't like Star Wars or Star Trek, but you are into sci-fi, go ahead on our Facebook page right now and leave us a comment. Let us know what your sci-fi thing is so that we can talk about it or so that you can educate us about it because maybe we've never heard of For it. For sure. I've never seen Battlestar Galactica. I've never watched a single episode of Doctor Who. Twist tomorrow, I'm going to do in either of those I've things. never <laughs> seen Battlestar either. I do really like Doctor Who. I've never seen um, Babylon 5. Oh, yeah, me either. I've heard that that matters. I haven't seen... um, (laughs) There's one other one that I really wanted to like. I have started but never finished Firefly. How did you not finish a show that got canceled halfway through? I don't know. There's like 14 episodes to watch or some shit. You couldn't do it? Why did it get canceled? Because it was too good for us and we don't (laughs) deserve it. it. Well, that's always what I heard was how good it was. And I'm like, why would they cancel it? don't deserve it. That is what it is. (laughs) No, it's because the reason it got canceled was because Fox is notorious for changing time slots, moving things around in the middle of a run, Mm. you know, things like that where it's like, oh, well, now the show failed because nobody watched it. And it's like, well, if you had it running on three different nights over the course of five weeks, that's because nobody knew when it was on. Sure. (laughs) Just saying. Wow, that's bullshit. And they Shit. thought they thought the pilot was too long, so they just showed the second episode as the first episode. So the second episode sort of assumes that you've seen the first episode, and the characters <laughs> don't introduce each other because you know they already had that episode. Oh my god! So when everybody's introduced to these characters, it's just like the universe exists. This is how it is. Which I wasn't really like. I'm, I'm fine with that, but I was like, if there's already another episode, just show me that one. And then right. when I saw it, I loved it. It's great. You should really get through that. I I will. I will I'd do like that. So, like do that. so, and this is another thing that I was going to bring up is like or, all, all of sci-fi is dependent and derivative of itself and each other. Everything in Star Wars and Star Trek, I find in everything else that I like about sci-fi. For example, the game Destiny that I really like to play has speeder bikes from Star Wars in it, but it also has like... Star Trek-esque uh, sounds. Yeah, it's Star Trek-esque sounds, and it has transmat, which is basically a transporter where you go site to site. Yeah. It's yeah. got, you know, a lot of that 
kind of thing like it's all based on the same uh, concept you know um, who who did it who, who's the world of the worlds guy H.G. Wells yeah like yeah he kind of started that whole movement well it's more of like in the I, imagination. I just mean like you can see the clear inspirations across those things. Like the guts, sure. the, the physical, actual people that made Destiny, you can tell there were Star Wars and Star Trek fans sure. in that dev group. Sure. And they were like, I'm going to make speeder bikes, but I'm not going to call them that. Dude, but it's that's like, what they are. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like when you're watching a show, we were talking about this, right. or, or seeing anything. I, I did this with you when we were watching Parks and Rec. Like you, you hear the subtlest and the slightest Star Trek or Star Wars reference, and you're like, ha. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's that. And it's like, and the, then you it's can like tell that whoever reached m- out to you and touched you and was like, yeah. dude, I love that like, too. Whoever's like making the show is like, I got to make this little reference. Right. No one's going to get it but, but me and like a certain group of people. Right. But like, I'm and they knew that it. going in. They were yeah. like, there will be 10 people around the world that <laughs> yeah. will go, yes. Exactly. And nobody else will get it. Exactly. So let's go ahead and. Call what is that the conversation for the poll? Yeah, what's what's going to be this week's poll then? What are, uh, so this week's poll will be if you don't like Star Wars or Star Trek, should we give them a selection of like four different items to? No, I would from? say I would say tell us what your thing is, mm-hmm. and whichever thing comes up the most often, that's the thing we'll talk about. Okay. Like, if you're a Doctor Who fan, that get on there good. and tell all your friends to go listen to this episode and post Doctor Who on the Facebook page. Yeah. Like, whatever you got to do, man. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it, it's going to be a struggle for a little while, so next week we might just have to make something up. Yeah, we're doing... If, if we're nobody does anything. It's but, all but an experiment. We need, yeah, we need the listeners' help at this point. Like, now we're trying to, you know, get a little bit more involved, and we'd like you guys to help us out with our... And if there's some point that of one of discussion. us has brought up that you strongly disagree with, just tell us. Yeah. Write us a whole post about it. You yeah. know, go full rampage you even, on us. That's you fine. even IM me. That's yeah. fine. That's DM cool, me. Don't at me, bro. Yeah. Come Don't on now. Don't you know how to social media come on so (laughs) so we want to say thank you to everybody for participating in our first poll so before josh and i actually get into the meat of this where we discuss it and we think you know which one is better have we not done that already well i mean kidding (laughs) i mean we have but i know you and i could go we can keep it short oh yeah no i i think uh what i want to do is just uh, the other segment that i was talking about the quote unquote good idea bad idea and that'll be a Star Wars related thing and we can just kind of go off of that right so just what I was going to say real quickly before we leave this topic Mm -hmm. I'd like to get some insight from Kylie and Joanna just because Star Wars is Josh's thing and you live with Josh and Star Trek is my (laughs) thing and she lives with me so like what was Kylie what was your like when you first got together with Josh, what was your perception of Star Wars and what is it now? Oh, man. And how do you feel about Star Trek as somebody whose boyfriend is totally immersed in Star Wars? Um, well, at first I didn't really know a whole lot about Star Wars. I hadn't seen, well, I mean, I'd, as a child, you know, it was on and I'd see bits and pieces or whatever. So it's not like I was unfamiliar. I knew who the characters were, but I didn't know much about it. I actually totally watched more Star Trek and like Battlestar Galactica yeah. kind of stuff because I do like the sciency aspect. Mm-hmm. But Star Wars is exciting. Um, obviously, with the new movies, it's more catering to the excitingness, <laughs> so it can be the it's it can be the new movies are very exciting. You're talking about the new Star Trek movies? Uh, no, Star Wars. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Um, it's just and. That being said, it's, again, it's easier to access those things and mm-hmm. see so that. So you're a little more influenced because you see that 
more like whereas Jesse and Joanna don't get the opportunity to watch the Star Trek season yeah so they've really I mean you've really only seen Star Wars like right and we we went and saw the Star Trek movie when it came out didn't we oh yeah yeah and I really liked that so would you say that now you're still more of a Star Trek fan or would you say now you're more of like easy to please either way I yeah I mean either way I like them both yeah. She gets the nitty gritty though, man, because I'm reading all that shit, and I'm always like, "Oh my god, listen to this story!" Well, like I'm now giving I her know the like more than I would have ever imagined. <laughs> I give her those in depth, like the cool side stories of people that right. you don't really see on the screen as much, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's, I don't know. I like those so much more at this point. The books, I love the books and the comics and all that stuff. So, she hears a lot more about that than anything else. <laughs> it's true. So do you get fatigued? You're like. Okay, man, more Star Wars stuff. I get it. Or are you like, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. What's the next thing? Like, it stays engaging, or is it more of his thing? And you're just sort of like, I am good with the main movies. I don't need to read the books, or you know. It's a little of both. Yeah. I mean, I. Um, As you can see, I have my own room. Yeah. I don't so. feel the need to dive in and read the books myself by right. any means. Um, but also, it doesn't bother me, and I don't mind that. You know, when I go to the store and I see, like, you know, Star Wars stuff, I get excited for him, too. Right. That's how I am. I'm an enabler, I get more excited about Star Wars stuff for him (laughs) than I do. Oh, totally. Because I'm like, I don't need this. But but. I I rocked a Star Wars water (laughs) bottle for a little while. Like, I... I, I'm actually just kind of a fan of all things nerdy. Just all yeah. fandoms I appreciate. I may not know about them. Right. But I appreciate. You appreciate passion. Yes. For anything. Yes. And and, and nerdy weird stuff. Right, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I, I would also put you in the good storytelling category as well. Because you like a lot of things that aren't nerdy, but are very like, in-depth and have good storylines yeah. and stuff, you know? Yeah. So what Different about, movies what about you, sweetheart? How was your... I think your Star Wars and Star Trek awareness level was low before we got together overall, it right? It was like at zero. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek level negative. So five. now that so since we've been together, I know you've seen The Force Awakens, Rogue One, and The Last Jedi in Star Wars. I know you've seen those because I was there. <laughs> but I know you've also seen all the Star Trek, the new Star Trek movies, and a lot of Next Generation episodes and a couple of old Star Trek movies. So now that you've absorbed a lot of that in a relatively short amount of time and you don't have to say what you want just to make me happy, which which one do you prefer? (laughs) It's hard because Star Wars is a movie. And like, I haven't seen any like episodes. Like, are there a few? There's a couple cartoon shows, yeah. But like, I could, I don't think I could sit and watch all the Star Wars. But, like, I could sit and watch, like, four hours of Next Generation but need a break. But I right. that's, like, anything. But that, so that's, it's, so you're getting four separate stories in the, in the span of time that you would have also uh, normally got one story from a movie. Basically. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's really hard to say because I like, I like both of them. But I think there are points where I get just slightly more bored with Star Trek. But just because they're all different stories and they're right. like Star Wars, it's just like a few big stories. And that's like I like them all. I like all where they seem to be going or where I right. think they're going or where they may have gone. Sometimes there isn't as much action either in the Star Trek. You have one episode right. of Star Trek that's like fucking 
epic and then the next one is like everybody at a table yeah Yeah. so they're almost like individually for me like up and down but i would still say overall i really like watching star trek a little bit more (laughs) just because no just well and like with with star wars it's just something always makes me cry and i don't know that i've cried yet in star trek but like something in star wars always makes me cry yes so emotions it makes you feel things (laughs) i think your biggest emotional connection to star wars is princess leia Right, Carrie Fisher. Well, yeah. So, but then that other one where like everybody was gone at the end, Rogue and I one. loved the robot and like <laughs> oh, yeah. right. all the friends. Oh, and I cried at the robot. Everybody oh, yeah, was gone. Too. It was like Ooh. a Nicholas Sparks book. Everybody <laughs> was gone. But for Star- <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, so you would say because there's a, a higher variety of types of stories in Star Trek, there's a higher chance that you might not be into that particular episode. I get more. Well, I get more mad at Star Trek because then all of a sudden, you know, like Patrick Stewart has to be a Borg and like he, his, oh. you know, like <laughs> I get super mad like when things are happening. I see what you're saying. You're saying the emotions in both of them are crazy, but one <laughs> makes me cry and one makes me really mad. Gotcha. <laughs> One stresses you out in a certain <laughs> way, and the other one stresses you out for a less amount of time in yes. a more episode. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. I love well, it. They Excellent. They fix it faster. I they do, think. and they always fix it. <laughs> yes. They, there's never ever uh, wait two years for the next movie where we'll fix this. Right. This will be fixed next week or yes. by the end of this episode. Exactly. <laughs> Give us 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like putting too much air in a balloon. Yeah. Star Wars is like, actually, to be continued two and a half years from now. Actually. Or 25 years later, depending right. That's on true. what time gap you're talking about. That's true. <laughs> but, I mean, they, they had the books for all that, which is good <laughs> for those in-betweens. Cool. So, I think, overall, we would all agree Star Trek is the best. Star Wars <laughs> isn't bad. It definitely serves its purpose. But <laughs> where you need to be at is Star Trek. I mean, that, that's the general <laughs> that's the sentiment I'm hearing. <laughs> what was the poll results again? Right. Which I already oh, 64% explained. Star Wars, 36% Star Trek. So we're going to go with Star Wars. Which I already explained. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I, think, I think that what it boils down to is... If I didn't have a bias already with Star Wars, because you know, my dad showed me Star Wars when I was really little. Right. And I, I just fell in love, and ever since then loved it. If I didn't have that bias, if I just grew up as a normal-ass, like... Just a regular Baseball-playing <laughs> fucking loser that, like... You know, didn't watch nerdy things because I I wasn't a loser. I was a jock. Then, yeah, then in my old age, I probably would like Star Trek more, right? Because of the intellectual aspect of it, and because of the the more stories and all that stuff. But in Josh's old age of thirty, but (laughs) I know what you mean though, (laughs) as not a child. But with Star Wars, if you get them when they're young, (laughs) they'll smoke forever. They're hooked hooked forever. So, and I mean that's that's the case with with every generation of Star Wars. It's always, you know, my, my aunt or uncle or my dad or, or my grandpa or somebody showed me this movie when I was really little yep. and I fell in love. And, w- you know, with Star Trek, they have different generations for different generations. Yeah. But it's it it's hasn't kept that same story. And so now you have now you have different like you got the the original trilogy in the 70s and, and the 80s and that that generation of Star Wars fans. Then you got mm-hmm. the prequels and, and like our generation of Star Wars fans. And then you have the new movies that are reaching out to kids and those so every single generation also have has their different thoughts on right. the movie and their different like opinions on on each generation basically right you know because there's there's some og trilogy fans that hate the prequels and there are some prequel trilogy people that are like yeah I, i'd rather watch the prequels than the ogs well like, and there's 
a legion of people that hate the two new ones specifically. Oh yeah, the last for Jedi, sure. But, but but that's gonna that's gonna happen because that's the prequel generation and the old school generation banding together. Well, and because the to passion, the new stuff, the passion <laughs> at all is so high. That's why people get so pissed off about yeah, these things. For sure, so it's a and good thing. So my my final piece on it would actually be, I think there's room in everybody's life for Star Wars and Star Trek. For sure. And you should use them to appreciate each other yeah. because they fill in a lot of holes for each other. Yeah. There are, there are. I will point out, there are sword fights in Star Trek. Don't tell me there aren't because there are. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. So if fights that's all you need, battle bat moons. Oh, Batleth. Okay. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> there are sword fights in Star Trek, and I'm, there's fencing too. But if if you know if you're looking for that combination of sci-fi drama and storytelling with that combination of pure sci-fi entertainment then i think you can mix both properties really well and get something great out of both of them i don't think one is inherently better than the other i think that they're both vastly different ways to tell similar sorry they're telling different stories they're just in the same setting yeah which is space <laughs> again like like uh katie had pointed out in her comment they're just opposite ends of the spectrum Too but, different the, to but compare. the best at their right. end of the spectrum exactly fully so. agree and i think you know without star trek we probably wouldn't have star wars i think that's definitively um, provable so i mean there's but then without star wars you wouldn't have some of the good graphics that star trek has oh so it's uh, it industrial light and magic worked on all of the star trek movies yeah like oh yeah so yeah, it comes full circle like and it's you know, you can't have one without the other. I think Star Trek is the yin to Star Wars yang. I'd say that Star Wars is the yin to Star Trek's yang. Jesus but Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, that was a perfect opportunity. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we've hit the nail on the head. Yeah. It's, you should watch both. <laughs> Agreed. Um, with that, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll come back with our quote-unquote good idea, bad idea segment which is also a little bit of a Star Wars thing just to continue the trend. And then we are going to finish off the episode with Kylie telling us all about ICP and what, why they're cool, why we should listen to them. Why you should give them a chance before you turn the podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Yeah, I don't know why you should like learn a little bit more why about you should them. Examine your own preconceptions about Open them. Open up a little bit. To yeah. What doing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I really doubt that they're what you actually thought they were. Yeah. So it's a challenge. I yeah. we challenge yeah. you to come back after the break. Yeah. yeah. After this next band that I don't know who it is yet, but I'll put them on later when I edit. We'll be right back.
show the twist my arm podcast where we are twisting your arm into trying new things, things. yeah thinking about exactly. new things so we're thinking about old things in a new way yeah yeah it won't it won't it won't necessarily be new things all the time or even at, at all we, we might be talking about a lot of old stuff you know like i mean today we talked about star wars and star trek that was our poll yes but next week our poll could be backstreet boys or nsync you never know like we could we could do anything unless of so. course you were to go to our facebook page and, and tell, tell us, us which thing <laughs> which yeah. s- which sci-fi thing you like better than star wars and star trek and then we could talk about that that'd be cool or anything really it doesn't have to be sci-fi right but uh, our next segment is a little uh, i like to oh it's, it's it's the quick twist quick twist 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 don't worry, that'll be uh, edited a little bit. Now it's not stopping. <laughs> now, now this is now this is just an air horn podcast. Which I thought that was gonna be fun, and then I regretted it the second it happened. Like actually, no, I like it. actually, yeah. You know what? Screw this new format. Let's be an air horn podcast. <laughs> no, um. So quick twist. That's what we're gonna call it. We just decided this on the break. Um, it's gonna be our what you should check out sort of segment or. If we thought an idea of something was good or bad, or we agree with someone's decision to uh, trade a keep to leave to the Rams, um, or or whatever it is, it could be anything. Um, it's just a quick little thing from the people at Twist My Arm podcast. Exactly. It's a quick twist, right? For for the for the main segments, it's going to be more of the guests and the the fan oriented stuff, the listener oriented things, and then we get our ten minutes where we can talk about something. This week we'll shorten it up a little bit just because the intro is kind of long. So we'll just do me this week. Since Star Wars won the poll, I will be Whoa. the one to do the quick twist. Let's start with you. <laughs> I'll have a rebuttal that will also be quick. But let's definitely no, but, start with you. But so, for instance, <laughs> this week my quick twist is Star Wars brought in time travel. So I'm still kind of – I like the idea, but I don't like the idea. I'm still torn in between it. Um, I – I think there's some very good things that could come out of it. And so for, for my quick twist this week, it's it's more so asking, is it a good thing that Star Wars has brought in time travel, or is it a bad thing? So my question, well, I guess really my answer to that question would be that depends on how they handle it. Because... Sure. There are a couple different things you can do when you have time travel as an available option, including, yeah, because <laughs> Star Trek is notorious for using that. And they always give, like, some sort of borderline plausible reason for why they don't just time travel every problem away. But it, it has something to do with, like, continuity and paradoxes, I think. Uh, sometimes, because other times there's parallel universes, so... <laughs> the point is, that's a very... Looking at you, Star Trek reboot. Yeah, there's a lot of really... Um, kind of ham-fisted things that can happen because of time travel so they could say oh that episode doesn't count or oh this movie doesn't count things like that and i think there's a worry in the star wars community that they'll go back and be like oh yes han definitely shot first and this guy wasn't actually in the special edition feature like people are worried that they're going to use it too much for small things right 
as long as they don't do that, I think it's probably going to be fine. So basically the way that it was introduced, and it might not even be time travel. We did touch on this briefly in our first segment. Um, but Ezra, one the main character, he stumbles into this. It's a portal um, that – sorry, I didn't want to say the P in the mic because <laughs> it's been clipping. But this portal um, – and he, he goes inside the portal and he basically hears voices and phrases from like all over the place, like every span of time. Like you hear Yoda from the prequels, you hear Obi-Wan from the prequels, you hear Jin Erso from Rogue One, you hear Obi-Wan from Episode 4, you hear, I think you hear Luke talking, you hear Maz Kanata talking, you hear Kylo Ren talking, you hear Rey talking. It's It's like it spans through this whole and it also in the cartoons it has you know Kanan talking and like just saying different whatever it's like it's like a I guess the way the episode title is a world between worlds right so it's almost like they're offering and glimpses of right. other times but and so so basically he goes into this portal and walks around it's kind of he's you know trying to figure out what it is and he sees um from this is from season 2 Ahsoka and Darth Vader were fighting Ahsoka's Anakin Skywalker's uh, Padawan from Clone Wars, so right. it's really significant that they were fighting together. Just it was a very intense master versus episode. apprentice yeah, type yeah. fight. Um, but they left that episode without telling you what happened. Right. So you basically leave the door closes and and Ahsoka and Vader are still fighting, and you never saw what happened, and you never heard from Ahsoka ever again. So it's like ultimate cliffhanger, right? So Ezra, while he's walking into this world between worlds, he stumbles on another little portal that he's looking through, and it's like he's looking into the past and he's watching Ahsoka fight Vader. And when Vader goes in to give the killing strike, which so this means that Ahsoka died originally. Because Vader would have killed her unless, and this is what Ezra did, he pulled her through the portal and saved her life. But so this is where it gets sketchy because, like, I mean, the way they did it is he, he pulls her through and saves her life, and then she goes right back in the, through the same portal at the same point in time. Allegedly, it's the same point in time that she left. Right. So there wasn't any sort of time travel. It was more of, like, a rescue. So he of. pulled her out, and then she went back in? She went back in through the same portal. So when he pulled her out, was it just to, like, learn something from her? Exactly, yeah. He, he pulls her out, and then they're walking through this world and trying to figure out what it is, and he sees a another little portal with the vision of his master dying, right. Kanan, who had died maybe an episode or two prior to that. Right. And he's like, I just saved you. I could totally save Kanan right now. And Ahsoka's like, no, you can't change the past. She's like, you can't. So it's like a Yoda to Anakin sort of moment where right. he's like, you can't change the future or, or to Luke even. You know, you don't – the future's not set in stone. And she's like, the past is set and you can't ever change that. So then that asks a couple of questions kind though of. because it's like, well, then was pulling her out of that portal in the first place part of the original plan because they didn't show you what happened? According to Dave Filoni, that is that was his plan the entire time. Like so he's had this all planned out since the beginning – like, he knew originally that it was only going to be four or five seasons, so he made a four or five season kind of arc right? that, like, went through a bunch of different old Jedi lore and stuff. So what that means is him pulling her out of that and then putting her back didn't actually change anything. Not necessarily. No. It was just a, like, hey, I need your help real quick. All right, yep. we're good. Right, and, and it wasn't even that he needed her help. It was that he pulled her out to save her, and then and she— And she said, you can't save me. 
Yeah, she's like basically. subsequently taught him a lesson. Right. And then she went back into that same gotcha. fucking portal. Where so I mean, you still didn't hear from her after that when she when they got into like normal time. She right. never came back till like way, way, way later. So it didn't really affect any sort of other storyline. So it's interesting because it, it sounds that like we know of. it sounds like they used it as almost just a framing device and not as like okay, here's a time machine that he's going to use to go change stuff. It's more of like, here's how he's going to learn some lessons without the benefit of these teachers being right next to him. Right, and and more just kind of, I think it was kind of saying that Star Wars can't change the past. Like, they right. can only move forward and do better things. Like, it was right. It was very meta in, in a It was a good a statement for the whole series. Yeah, because it was kind of saying, you know, like, like, when I saw the time travel thing, I was like, holy shit, they could go back and remake episodes one, two, and three. Right. Oh, my God, that would be epic. They could do do it the right way. But then but then they explain, like, you can't necessarily change, like, the solidified past that determined outcomes well, and of it something could, else. It could also be a jab directly at the fan base to say, could be. hey, relax about The Last Jedi, okay? It's in the past. You can't change it. We're moving forward. That's very relax. true. Very true. <laughs> um. Or just Rebels in a whole, because a lot of people didn't receive Rebels very well. That's true. They came around after the last few seasons, because it really picked up, but first couple seasons, like people were not happy about it. So I would say Star Wars time travel probably handled correctly, therefore good. Yeah, I would... From that, that's just me, though. I didn't see it, and I sure. don't know anything about it, so... I think, as long as they don't bring it back up again, because they did destroy it. They destroyed the temple that the portal was in. Yep. So... If they really wanted to use time travel again, they'd have to dig deep and write a story about them finding a new temple right. that had a portal and find out how to open it. That's a lot of stuff asking us to accept that all that yeah, stuff just happened and again. And Ezra <laughs> actually had like a connection with this portal because he like every Jedi has like a power kind of like an extra little power. That's you know unique I mean? to them. Yeah. And gotcha. his was that he was able to communicate with animals. Oh, OK. And so he was very in tune with the Loth wolves is what they're called. They're wolves from Lothal. The planet's called Lothal. His okay. home planet is Lothal. And so the, these wolves actually end up helping him. They showed him where the temple is. Yeah, and then the way to the portal, like it actually is like this description of wolves running on the wall and stuff. So it's very, gotcha. very symbolic to Ezra himself. Like he, there might not be even anyone else that can open those portals besides him. Or so they, someone yeah. that's connected to that. So it sounds like they've self-contained it. So yeah, that it for sure. It doesn't suffer from time machine type for syndrome. Sure. That's and, good. And I guess my main reason for bringing this up for this week is calm down, Star Wars fans. Yeah. <laughs> Forever, though. Like, Jesus. always calm down. Fuck. Every time you freak out, <laughs> calm down. It's, yeah. It's, it's Star Wars. Just calm down. And I say that as a Trekkie. So just, just calm down. I say that as a fucking <laughs> Star Wars fan. Like I, right. I love Star Wars and everything that comes out. You know why? Because we keep getting new Star Wars. Exactly. That's, I mean, whether or not it's my favorite movie or series out of the just entire saga, like it's still fun to watch. It's still a good time. And time travel is not going to be a big deal in Star Wars. I guarantee it. There's not going to be much in, involved. And in the way that they, that way. the way that they handled it was a very interesting episode. And if if you ever get the chance, definitely. Go watch, if you watch any episodes of Rebels, watch maybe the last four to six episodes. Well, I'll probably watch both of the series now that they're over. And once, oh, yeah. once uh, Disney puts out their streaming service, I'll probably have to buy that because there will be a lot of stuff on there I want. So oh, man. 
that'll be on there too. So I'll just watch it there. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's a good idea. I'll binge it. Now that they're complete, it's a lot easier to watch complete things and like catch up really quick and then have to wait. You just right, binge so something for three wait, days yeah. and you're like, "Fuck! I have to wait a week for the next episode." <laughs> so, but if you ever get a chance and you don't like, you don't want to watch the whole series, watch the last four episodes because it's it's worth it. They have some pretty cool shit there. Um, and that's it. That's it for the quick twist this week. Quick twist. Quick twist. I, I threw my phone away. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, on to our final segment, which is the God. What are we gonna call this one? This I, I guess I think I think my main idea is to name the episode after this, so I'm gonna call it the Twist My ICP. Could do that. Or twist my arm into ICP, or whatever the person is talking about. That's what it's gonna be twisted into. <laughs> twisted. We'll get figure it, it out. Did you get Do it? it twisted into did, twisted. Did, did, did you get that? I got, I, I, I got it, yeah. <laughs> I let it lie, but I got it. We'll, 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 we'll figure that out. Yeah. We'll <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll touch as, base. As the weeks go we'll on. We'll get there. We'll, we'll have a very, like. Structure will solidify. Yeah. And, and give us, you know, like right now it's very bare bones and like we know what we're doing, but there's well, still a lot of time. We'll talk about some stuff. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get in on those polls. Get in on, you know, we're gonna ask some questions to everyone and stuff, and answer those questions. Get involved. Like we'll we'll shout out to you on the show every single time, like we did today. That so. first one ended up being fun. My mom ended up uh, voting, and it wasn't for yeah. who I thought she was gonna vote for. Yeah, well, she only voted for Star Trek. It's because your mom's yeah. smart. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, because she's us, smart. Us I, what dumb does that say about vote. you? <laughs> yeah, like that was. <laughs> us dumb people vote for Star Wars. So. Oh, that's funny. But so yeah, so this week, uh, Kylie is going to be our. Twist guest, twist guest, twist my guest. She's, She's gonna, gonna be, be our main topic ringleader. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically we we pick, we pick a topic or we have someone come on about a certain topic that's that's a little <laughs> Jesus, that's a little divisive and you know it's it's those items that you either love or hate. She's she's the twister of the week. Yeah, twister of the week. I like it. There it is. Twister of the week. Twister of the week. So let's let's get on with this. What are we what are we talking about this week? Obviously ICP, but like what about ICP are we going to get into? Because listen, all all I really know, and living in the Midwest, I I was very uh, what's what's the word? Um, I I would think that you no no no. I got shown ICP exposed. That's the word. I was highly exposed to ICP. And that whole genre, you can see it. and and like we were saying earlier, like most of those people that love that stuff were just idiots. Well, like but <laughs> you also mentioned earlier that most people who just live in that town in general, yeah, are idiots. So I didn't. Maybe it has I mean, nothing to do with the ICP thing. <laughs> it could be, but there. But the point is, like, if you have a label and you're a social group. And you attract idiots, like on the regular. I'm not saying it makes your social group idiotic. I'm saying you are now responsible for those idiots and how they portray your and group. You get thrown into that group. Well, you need to make sure that they don't <laughs> portray your group in some way you don't want. Right. I would say that would be the same for any other group out there. I agree with you 100. Yes. 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 I'm not. Yes. I'm not. Well, that's why we're talking about yeah. this today because I think the what what, what do you. Uh, juggalos. Juggalos. I think the yes. Juggalos are one of the most 
kind of like hated groups of people. Well, and that's what I wanted to talk about was both in general, like I was saying, they're two completely separate topics, but would not be anything without each other. Um, but ICP as a band and as music producers and, you know, record label owners, and then the Juggalos, the millions upon millions of followers, you know, that they inspired. So yeah. Good Lord. It's insane. So, like, even just that they're completely separate and I could talk about either all day long, they do go hand in hand, and I think that they are both important enough to be mentioned today so in our segment. So you mean the band and the and, and the, the fans of the band. And, yes, and and the culture of juggaloism, if right. you will. Juggaloism. Wasn't it defined as a gang in like the dictionary or yeah, something? Uh, it like was it a is, is it it is defined by now it is yeah. Just so there was some legal just not by your definition, but by <laughs> definition somewhere it else. Was some it legal is defined as a gang. So basically, yeah. it was yes. a legal standard. It wasn't like a right. dictionary type. Right. Thing, yeah, it was a legal. Th- yeah, but basically the whole thing with that is that people had the stigma and hated this group of people so much that they pushed so hard to get them to be a quote unquote gang as but by definition i could i could see that it's they're not any different you know like there's the kiss army there is okay so here this the is the interesting this is the interesting yes. parallel we trekkies carry around phasers that are clearly not a weapon pretend like <laughs> exclusively and we are Generally, not the most imposing people physically. Sure. Um, physically. <laughs> the Kiss Army really likes their leather and spikes, but sure. and their makeup, you know, and their big hair. But that's very passionate. That's about pretty much it. They also love Detroit and the '80s. But it's like well, I carry around a Jawa in my pocket, right, and stuff they come like that. Is violent? Or is hockey right? A but game? they well, but the <laughs> hockey is a violent game. Specifically no. for that example, Can hockey is a violent teams, game, but, but are hockey teams gangs but people, or but, fans? But sports in general, people wear sports jerseys. I would like to dive into the gangs because I was <laughs> honestly, I'm from the Bay Area, so literally my my first exposure to ICP was living in Colorado. Like, never heard of them, <laughs> never saw them, never saw one video. Like, because California had better artists. Well, I'm saying oh, like yeah. I. I also lived in a place where we had many real gang members. So I'm just saying, like, living right. in a place where we actually had the real gangs, I think if you were yeah. part of that or even trying to be part of that, to be a fan of ICP would be against your trying to be a Crip or a Blood. Absolutely. Right, exactly. That is exa- like, totally so that's why I never heard. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of that's bullshit. an excellent point. Yeah. And the rest of my point is just that you, uh, part of the juggalo culture is that iconography of the hatchet which is specifically generally a weapon Mm -hmm. you know or a tool for causing destruction you know whether it be of wood or people (laughs) it's it's a it's a tool that you swing violently regardless of how you're using it so the difference between them and the kiss army and you know the fans of hockey teams is that fans of hockey teams aren't necessarily walking around town with a bunch of hockey sticks like and i'm not saying every juggalo is walking around with a hatchet well, in their pocket nobody's walking around <laughs> with a hatchet right. actually okay i actually do have a story where that's not you true you do right nice. that's what i'm <laughs> saying <laughs> is that it it happens not only does it happen but it's like it's a violent iconography is what i'm saying yeah. just to to say like i want to get a hatchet tattooed on myself to a, a person not a, that doesn't understand mm-hmm. seems like a violent choice in 
a right. picture that you would choose. So I think that's part of where the perception comes from is sure. people are like, why would you choose to put a weapon on yourself? See, but, but that's the thing, though, is that I don't think that there was really much rhyme or reason to the hatchet man. And but no, it was just a design. It w- yeah, it but was but something wait, that... Right, yeah. so that's what I'm asking, though, is like, where did that come from? Because most people d- have no idea why. They just see that violent symbol and are like, oh, violent gang. So that <laughs> symbol, I would say, it, it, it comes from a long history of different things, and we can definitely get into that. Um, but it, uh, it has a lot to do with how ICP formed and evolved. Mm-hmm into certain music genres and at the time when they got big enough that their branding was relevant it was at the time that they were in the whole horrorcore um kind of rap scene oh okay so they were so it was relevant at the time so i don't mean to sound impossibly square (laughs) (laughs) but what kind of things is this insane clown posse rapping about (laughs) so Okay, no, that's <laughs> a, that is a great question. So, again, w- I'll start at the very beginning. Um, so, they, it was two young guys. They were, it, they met, with, they were homies in high school. I'm going to. Yeah, I my, saw that. My Homie. dialect might change a little bit throughout the. I love it. I'm glad that you're passionate. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, anyway, um, so they were friends in high school, and then it was pretty much right after graduating high school that they started um, kind of just dabbling in the music scene. It started with. Um, just kind of like their mutual love of, I don't want to say gangster rap, but you know the kind of like hippie hoppy rap like from the 80s? Like uh, Flavor Flay. Yeah, you know. Like <laughs> Run DMC, like old old rap, original. You like Marky like Mark? Uh, yeah. Wait. I don't know. I don't no. Really no. Mark. Where yeah. does that escape? Funky punch? You know, no, he was, kinda, yeah. Really <laughs> like the technical it's bouncy. of hip hoppy. It's hip hoppy and it's, you know. There's some hop to it. Um, exactly. Yeah. But so they makes you want to move. Right. So they really um they ca- that kind of started their whole love of this genre in particular, and so they started rapping. Um, and you know I could go into a whole big story, but I'll keep it nice and short because it's a long one. Um, so they. That's just holding the ICP ra- biography I, I have in her hand. It's called Behind the Paint. The Behind the Paint. <laughs> Joe Bruce, Violent J of ICP wrote it. It's a, their autobiography, and it is actually I awesome. I b- and I believe you, and I promise I'm not saying this to belittle it. Yeah. That sounds like a joke when you tell me. <laughs> sure, this is no, yeah. It's called Behind the Paint. Behind it's the by paint. Violent Whom? Vi- Violent J. <laughs> yeah. ICP, like. two, uh, two men, like I was saying, the, g- the homies met in high school. Um, their real names are Joe Bruce and Joey Ulster, so it's Joe and Joe. So they had to pick names to differentiate themselves. I mean, I suppose, but there's Violent J, who's Joe Bruce. I would say J probably came from Joe. Yeah. And then there's Shaggy Too Dope. Which is just because he's too dope. He's just too dope. And killer, Shaggy. Yeah. Is right. it spelled T W O? No, it's um, okay. Is it a two? two? Like the number two yep. and then dope. Oh, yeah. thank God. So anyway, so I know that everybody has this perception now of ICP being old men. They weren't always fucking old men. Okay? Right, right. <laughs> they were young men in the fucking Detroit rap scene. That's where they're from, Detroit, Michigan. So that's where um, the whole Eminem thing comes to play is because they both, they're the yeah, same Yeah, because they had age. some sort of feud with Eminem, they right? They did, and it will go into that. But they're, oh, they're the same age, and they both came up at the same time. Wow. Um, so anyway, yeah, so they were from Detroit. They started rapping, and their first thing was they did the whole kind of hippie hoppy, and then it kind of started turning into like the gangster kind of hippie hoppy. Like, think like Ice Cube. Wh- when did they get their the gimmick? Because I don't. Did they start with paint on their face? No. 
no, so no, when no. when did that start? So it, so they started it, it started with the hippie hoppy stuff, and then um, they started getting bigger, and then this is kind of when the feud with Eminem started, was because oh they started getting bigger before Eminem did. Like it was, it got to the point where ICP at the time was running the Detroit rap scene. They were headlining everywhere. Everybody wanted to play shows with them. Blah blah blah. And where the beef started was that Eminem started printing off these flyers to try to promote a show for himself, saying he was going to be playing with ICP. And it wasn't true. Oh, okay. And Good so idea. And That's but brilliant. you know, it's so shady or whatever. He, he, they were all young kids at right. the time. Young and stupid little fucking white kids in Detroit rap scene, you know? Yeah. So that's where it started. That's where things kind of got, like, pissed him off because they were biting. He was biting their shit. He was riding, He's their, riding their coattails. He was riding their coattails, yeah. You know? Um, Which literally the entire rap genre is based that's on. That's what it is. Let's yeah. go ahead. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Starting their own thing, and they were like, "Dude, who's this fucking kid trying to like, you know, kind of ro- ride our coattails and be part of become part of our scene, right?" Right. So that w- that's where the feud started. Obviously, that evolved after years and years, but then after that, they kind of started evolving into you know what the people liked, what made them stand out. They were always different. They never really wanted to be necessarily famous. Never mainstream. They were misfits. Like they were right. totally. They were always bullied in high school. Like total dorks. And they wanted to kind of make a... They're a counterculture a, movement. Yeah, it, dude, exactly. If <laughs> I, I have never put it into words that way, but I don't think I've ever heard a more perfect... Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. So that's what they are. Um, and that's exactly what it is. And I think that's what is so misunderstood about Juggalos and ICP is that it, it's not that anybody's trying to be anybody. It's a place where all the weirdos can go then, like, nobody, you know... It's just, it's kind of like, there's a bunch of other subcultures like that that right. you can go to, but it's just another one, I guess. So anyway, they started moving on to the whole, um, I want to say like joke rap kind of thing. So it, it evolved into like the jokey kind of thing where they were just kind of lighthearted. Or like, like doing um, skits and like Yeah, doing um, weird I'm trying to think of Cypress rap. Hill. Oh yeah, right. yeah, you know Cypress Hill how it's kind of silly, right. you know. So they kind of dabbled in that, and then it started going into the horrorcore kind of thing, um, where they it was talking about ghosts, and they started well going it was into it was like around necrophilia the and stuff that made people uncomfortable. It was on around purpose. the time that Manson was getting big and right. Rob Zombie was getting big, gotcha. and like that sort of and so they built genre, that, like but shock. more shock factor. There you go, right? And so um, shock. For the sake of shock. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It, things to make people uncomfortable just for the sake of making them uncomfortable. Counterculture. Um, yeah, and it was a, it was a lot of fun, and it was um, it was something that people could belong to that was totally weird and frowned upon, but people thought we were weird anyway. So who who cared, right? I s- <laughs> yeah. So it's it's more of like a you you guys are gonna put labels on us and think things about us anyway. So. Right. We may as well embrace I like that. To think right, we're going to put a label on ourselves, and we're going to embrace and form this subculture of family, quote unquote, of sorts, and that's what they call each other. Is there? I, so I, I like to think that it's like a new age, late nineties punk rock movement, and I will get castrated for that by anyone, well, I'm sure. But like, yeah. but they were, they wow, were juggalos have always been treated in the way that punks were treated back in the seventies, mm-hmm. just like the cops hated dirt bags and stuff, but. I mean, punks were a little crazy. What were punks exactly, in the 70s? Exactly. But the punks were not um, labeled as a gang. 
But juggalos were because no. there was well, somebody out there. Well, punks would punks never unite. Though. Punks would never, would never unite yeah. because yeah. anarchy. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> can't, can't put all That's punks under one flag. Yeah, not even a black flag. But no, it's so you have to have. The the thing though is like with with the shock factor, uh, like I understand that the it's, shock it's for the just sake like of shock. Sex Pistols back in the day when they were wearing their spiky leather jackets and doing the it, it would have been like the shock rock of the seventies. But you're telling me that like the stuff that they talk because like back then it was shocking that they would talk about sex openly and that they would be dressed provocatively and this right. guy has long hair like right. that's the counterculture and it's like. No, that's sort of, you know, oh, okay, yeah, dress however you want. We don't mm-hmm. really care. But are you trying to tell me that, you know, w- somewhere way down the road, a culture will evolve to where everybody's down with necrophilia and, like, <laughs> all the bullshit that they're <laughs> rapping about? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, exactly. Like, exactly. they're getting it to the point where it's like, I get that you're doing it to shock people, but what's your point? Like, and if they're saying the point is to shock, it's like, okay, then you've chosen... um what feels like puerile subject matter. The most beautiful <laughs> thing about ICP to me is that there is not a point. Huh. Right. There's so they just do it for point. fun. They they are a joke on purpose it for the sake of and it and, and look where they it are. It worked. It, and it seems like so they've done a lot of good things with their money. Like I was reading a story yes. about them taking care of like their entire family basically. They have bought their all their family's houses, and they take care of their kids. Their, their charities that they charities have. Charities out the ass. I think I'm not belittling that at all because that's awesome. But I think most musicians who get big take care of their families. Sure, I mean it goes it goes way beyond that though. Like the it goes like way beyond their families. Like they're doing stuff for people in inner city Michigan that like they're like building houses for people and like help rebuild where they're from. Like yeah, yeah. So helping the youth. So I think that's cool. The big aspect of of juggalo is a juggalore, if you will, is family. Would yeah. I be wrong in saying that? Yeah, that like no, those thing, dudes yeah. are very family oriented and like even though they rap about things like the reason they have so many fans is because they feel like a big family, like they're mm-hmm. part of something. Mm-hmm. And you know, they give back to the community so much that it like makes it It's really more. interesting that you would phrase it that exact way because according you know, Joanna brought up the did they get defined as a gang? A lot of gang members will Would tell you family, yeah. will yeah. tell you I didn't have a family, so that's yep. the family that I found. It's interesting that you would draw that parallel, and I think that that's what it what it was too, because like you were saying, it's a bunch of misfits basically. And any kid that I knew that was a juggalo was a complete fuck up, well, and like yeah. you know was trying <laughs> to get shit. But the thing done. was, is that when a bunch of juggalos came together, nobody wanted to murder or rape or whatever anybody. Everybody just got drunk like any other. They were just hanging out genre of people group culture like it's just and another thing and there's there. gonna be radicals everywhere there's gonna be insane clowns extremes versions of every fan <laughs> right the story yeah. yeah that i was going to tell about the hatchet it happened at a park real close to here it was when i was in high school there was a, a, a guy a juggalo and he was with his group of friends and this chick she was harassing her and she threatened to call the cops she gets on the phone with her mom and he buries a hatchet in the back of her head. Jesus. She lived. Oh, my God. And she totally finished high school with me. Um, and that, But that's the kind of shit that gives yeah, I mean, juggalos, juggalos don't name. do that. Right. This guy did that. Right, but right. that, right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, so then you have that. That's what I was saying earlier. I'm not saying all juggalos are violent people. I'm saying if you have violent incidents like that, 
and you have a bunch of people putting violent iconography all over their bodies or their clothes or what have right. you, then it seems like, oh, the group condones this, which is obviously not the case because nobody would condone that. Right. <laughs> That's obviously not the right. case. Right. That's not what I'm trying to say. But that is the perception that gets created. Yeah, no, so I, I get the perception. <coughs> I get it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, th I guess my biggest thing and the thing that I want people to get most out of this piece here is that, you know, you can talk as much shit about ICP as you want, but they have done things that not only you, but you, your favorite bands have never even dreamed of. Right. You well, know? yeah. Like but aside from, like, that, there have also been genuinely good people for the most part. And I mean, and not... Well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what They're I'm fucked up people. But that's but what I'm asking though. Is like yeah. I think later on in life as they grew up. Yeah, not when they were younger. Right. Absolutely. So I guess if I were asking you to twist my arm mm -hmm. somewhere related to the whole ICP Juggalo conversation, it would be like, um, the question I would ask is, why should I not lump Juggalos in with gang members, like? on a practical level in my everyday life. If I see a dude head to toe decked out in ICP and he's carrying a chain and he's got a hatchet, you know, tat on his neck, well, for example, like, is there a reason that I, as a regular person in a regular day, shouldn't just in be this, like, oh. In this day and age, in 2018, I would more so look at those people and be like, oh, angsty teenager, listened to ICP, got a bunch of tattoos, like... No, I don't. I'm not necessarily going to judge them as much as I'm going to judge. So you someone. would assume that they're no longer probably gonna, like all about ICP. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to assume <laughs> that they've probably grown out of that phase of it's their life really or something. Anymore, yeah, and it's like, honest, but, um, like I was saying earlier, like I think that kids that were misfits and that had like nowhere to go and didn't really have family or something gravitated towards that because of that aspect. And I think that now that those kids are older, they've probably either. I'm sure it's one of two ways that they're either in jail or they're doing okay for themselves. <laughs> or they grew up and became a functioning person and they're totally fine. Right. Which, which is those, possible. Which those guys did a good job of like kind of setting that example of like, yeah, we fucked up in our career, but like as we got more money, we decided to be more responsible with that right. money and do better things with it. Be constructive in the community. So that, that like quote unquote gang would be looking at their idols and seeing what they're doing and probably, I mean, me personally, like if, I don't know, whatever. It, I would think that I would look at that and be like, oh, man, I kind of want to be like that. I want to be like someone that kind of gives back or someone that, um, you know, is, is more is, is better or to the. So so read the message, not judge the messenger. Yeah, yeah probably. Like, probably Honestly, go find out what it is that they are doing and what they believe in. And yeah. It doesn't even have to be that inspirational. Like no. my, my big point here <laughs> is like. Dude, they, they were signed by Disney. They ran the underground fucking Detroit rap scene. They made millions of dollars. They, you know, created Don't a cult following. They still have fucking Juggalo gatherings every year. Still like, so your point is so only don't yeah. begrudge them their success because it, well, it worked? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is everybody's like, oh, my God, they're, like, such a joke. Like, everybody shit on them. Like, no, that is the thing is they are fucking richer than your wildest well, dreams for something you're – talking shit about and right. so <laughs> my my point is trying to get more into the this is why you should maybe pay attention to them not fuck you they made money fuck bitches <laughs> mine is more of like oh, yeah. <laughs> you mine know what i mean like it, it's it's like 
I get it that they, they were very successful and they did a very good job of doing that on a very weird act. But Weird Al was also well, okay, something so that, that was very successful so and very strange. I think the, the difference between your two points here is that what I'm looking at a little more sentimentally. I think you're trying <laughs> to argue a, like a quality point, and sure. like you can't do that because terrible shit makes tons of money all the time. Oh like God. we know that. Oh my God. So Kylie <laughs> is saying like, so get over it and don't begrudge them that because they were able to do it just because Could the way be they jealous. did it was something you didn't like. Yes, that makes well, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way that they did it is what everybody respects other rappers for. Coming up from children in like their own local rap scene and like right so rappers like eminem are trying <laughs> to bite their shit so, so why are they not as cool as any of these other fucking rappers so my answer to that is that the the subject matter turns me off immediately okay secondarily the the pure talent level of like oh, this is good rap this is bad rap okay is very different between eminem and ICP. So let's expand on that just oh, a little bit. <laughs> we've, we've, touched on a, we've touched on it. So <laughs> ICP, subject. no, they, um, <laughs> Insane Clown Posse, they created a record label, Psychopathic Records. Right. They signed various different, really, really, really popular at the time rappers, such right. as Isham. No, they're hu- they were huge. Yes. Yeah. And Twisted, which is, the, that's what the reference comes from. Tech Nine was associated with them for a while. Tech Nine never signed with them, but Juggalos were kind of actually the people who jo- like started the whole technician he movement. P- he played right. with them yeah. a few he times. He was a s- an associated act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so there is all sorts of different rappers that they had on the label, and like a lot of them were really talented and really good. Like some of my favorite rap songs come from some people who are so psychopathic records. But psychopathic records isn't ICP, right? ICP started it. ICP right, is but on psychopathic records. But ICP but right. has their own catalog catalog yes. of music. Mm-hmm. And then psychopathic so records. So from a that w- so from a quality standpoint, <laughs> directly comparing the two, right. an ICP record to an Eminem record, I think. The disparity there is a talent perception that people are seeing, right? Okay. Well, because they, they haven't like they haven't looked into ICP nearly as much as people have looked in true. or heard Eminem. But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, higher quality appeals to a wider audience. I think. But ICP. Okay, so I know I, I, I flipped all that. that discography for you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they ICP. There are records out there. Just because you've heard the murder or silly songs out there doesn't mean that they have they don't have good inspirational songs. Right. But I, I see what you're saying, but the thing that my qualm is with Eminem in particular, and I think a lot of juggalos or people who even just know the story feel, is that think about Eminem. Think about how his rap also evolved from... Childish, gangster, juvenile... For sure. Trying to be the funny yeah. thing, trying to be... Like, there was even fucking murder and shit and oh stuff yeah. in his... He did the exact same thing as ICP was... Yeah. But ICP but sucks and Eminem doesn't. No, so, I see, so that's no, what I, I'm saying. ICP <laughs> was on Psychopathic Records and Eminem was with Dr. Dre. Well, and what I'm saying, though, is I don't even yeah, care about who's associated. What I'm saying is from that exact perspective of like, okay, they're both doing the same kind of music mm-hmm. and they're talking about the same kind of subject matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if one of them is more widely lauded and accepted by the public mm-hmm. and the record-buying community, then... To me, that indicates it's p- 
probably of a higher quality. But or, or it's just that, that it's it's more it pleasing to it more could be that it's right. To that's my what I mean. Was that it's more enjoyable. Isn't pretending like they're good rappers. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I exactly. I'm not going to. It's right. the joke is the th- is the whole concept. Right. So but I'm not saying that I Eminem's not a better rapper. Right. And so, but <laughs> but that's what I'm telling you. That's yeah. why the attitude of they do the same thing, but Eminem is better than them. The only reason that attitude exists is because he's more palatable. Sure. But you could also He's argue more palatable pe- later people on. think that palatable yeah. equals success, whereas in my eyes, ICP is a far more successful than Eminem ever was, or will be. S- well, so Ooh. that's going to be a semantics argument, because you're saying that... The yeah, what, do you, like what are you basing what your success on? is successful like their movement was successful right i told you i never heard of them so that's why i'm thinking that like (laughs) i would they came up first though like everybody heard of them first i heard eminem first in 98 what was it like well that but that's because you weren't in detroit where they both came from or the midwest so right talking about locally like when it comes to actual like street turf wars and shit and like when it comes to everything that every gangster person who thinks they know everything about rap wants to argue about, ICP wins in all those categories. Uh, wow, I, that's sorry, a bold, bold but claim. but by your own admission, Poor Tupac. it's not a talent thing. No, no. So, but so it is a, it's from the success. You aspect. think they so have I the most most su- most success of any rap no. star so ever? Is that oh, no, okay? No, she means over Eminem. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, are just checking. Oh God, no. I'm j- I so was like, there's a few people like Kanye a would come question. come down on you for this. <laughs> oh, so no. I so then Fuck Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. But, um, but so my point is that the the your defense of it, and, or not your defense, but your point is sort of the the opposite of the question you're asking. Like, yes, there will always be a disparity. No, it doesn't mean that you know more palatable means better. What it means is clearly more people enjoy this than enjoy this, which is probably part of what they embrace as juggalos because they're like, we're the different, we're the ones that, yes. that get it, you know, we were there. So that totally makes sense because that would fit with their whole theme. That yeah. definitely makes sense. Couldn't you do that with <coughs> any any band, though, for the most part? So that's the other thing I was going to say is it feels like you because you have that fandom of that band, it was like... Eminem's transgression against them was personal to you, you know, which I, I, I fully understand. I actually get that a lot. No, um, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. what he did was a total. No, get, get this. I think that it was a to- he was a total little bitch for like trying to ride ICP's co- coattails right. and shit. When it comes to his music, I don't think that he's a bad rapper. I think right. that he's a really wonderful lyricist. He has done some really great music, but what it comes down to for me personally is I fucking hate his voice. He sounds Which, yes, like a you did. Bitch you said that earlier. Time. You said that earlier. That's I remember you saying that. That's what it comes down to for me. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I can respect him. And that my whole point of this segment here is that I'm not saying that I don't respect Eminem. My biggest thing is that everybody's like wants to hate on ICP well, so and bad, and they just don't know anything about it. That's a great way to bring it back around, because it's like, we're not going to sit here and tell people, 
ICP are good rappers and you should listen to them instead of I'm Eminem. I'm not even telling you to listen to their music. What <laughs> we're telling you is Back be, off. be open to the <laughs> yeah. possibility that there's a respectable aspect to what they're doing and right. that you know just because some of their fans are idiots doesn't mean right. that they have no and purpose or well, I work a corporate <laughs> job right now and I, I feel like you know I've Juggalos done, in the workforce. Yeah, I've done all right things with my life, but yes, I was one of the hardcorest ass Juggalos out there. I think it's like it's to keep the uh, subject of divisiveness between like sci-fi fans, everybody like we all love sci-fi, but Star Trek and Star Wars. That's a that's you know well so one of those is science fantasy. So but got, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so then you got like with with ICP and stuff like you got the divisiveness there, but right. but the point of it is like fuck off. We're we all like, we're all we rap like fans. We like right yeah. and back off. Like, I'm going to, you know, do what I want. What if I said I was a believer? Are you guys going to say anything? Like, I can tell you about his record sales. I could tell you that he's the most hated song on YouTube, but one of the most listened to with that baby song. Like, I'm not really a believer, but I'm just going to say if we're going to go with, you know, the whole, oh, talent with, you know, having money. Bieber is an excellent argument. No, she's she's making the point that I was (laughs) saying, which is, just because they're popular doesn't mean they're good. Sure. That's yeah. the point she's making. Yeah. That's oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, a- oh, absolutely. Jesus. Think of all the different kind of people. Kanye West, we were just talking about him. <laughs> Kylie, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> had the best video. <laughs> just saying. Oh, my no, God. No, for real. Um, but, yeah, no, so the, in, in a nutshell, that's my thing is um, next time you're at a bar or somewhere and somebody's <coughs> either talking shit or talking about their past of being a juggalo, Maybe actually listen to the conversation instead of just automatically being like, oh, that guy's a fucking idiot. ICP goddamn sucks. Or a wannabe gangster or whatever. Well, yeah. And th- that's the thing is, like, we asked the question, what genre did you think that ICP was? Right. None of us knew what genre it was yeah. before, like, we even actually heard it. So don't be an idiot. Don't, like, think outside the box. Don't judge by a book by its cover. And don't <laughs> not like something just because every everybody else does it. That's yeah, because I mean, read this basically book. the <laughs> this read behind the pate by Violent J. <laughs> Violent J. Yeah, it says. I'm sorry, it's, it, yeah, sounds it, <laughs> it sounds made up. It sounds made up. Behind the pate by Violent J, and it says with. I don't know what it says, but but that's like if if George Lucas wrote you know behind the R two D two lens or whatever. Like right, it sounds like a joke. And to, to bring it all around and to wrap up this show, um, that is the point at the, at, of this podcast at this, at this juncture. It's going to be some new stuff. It don't, you know, you might judge someone for liking ICP, but I guarantee that you like something that everyone else hates. And that they would judge you hardcore right. for. Right, and we want to <laughs> know what that is. Oh, my God, and don't even pretend like if we, if we heard a random-ass ICP song and I rapped every fucking word that you would not be impressed. There's Kylie, there's Kylie a, is hot. There's a She's different. Right there's a different word than impressed, but I, I, it's it's impressed adjacent. Embarrassed? <laughs> no, no, no. Jk. I, it's what's the? There's a subreddit called Awful Taste but Great Execution. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be me. Yeah, oh <laughs> that's God, what. Totally. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so. So yeah. yeah, what's the thing? In, what's the thing that you would get judged for? Yeah, let us know because like we will get you on the show. You can you can send us an email. You can send us a DM. You can I don't know we'll Facebook. Into these you DMs. can Facebook call me and and we're working on know, voicemails. 
Yeah, we're going to get a Discord here within the next week as well, I believe. Something along those services, something like that. So, but yeah, I, I mean, the the judgments need to stop, I guess. I'm kind of tired of it. Let's let's hear what what you like that that everyone else is a little judgmental about. Well, and I'd like somebody who changed my mind on that. There you go. There you go. So yeah, um that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Twist Man podcast. Um want to thank everyone for listening and again you can find us on any social media platform just by searching twist my own podcast uh, you can email us at twist my own podcast at gmail.com and yeah we're back baby we're gonna be doing this again on the on the reg and we need you guys to be looking at our polls taking taking part voting doing your part letting us know what you think and again if you know if you want to bitch about something or, or if you like something that everyone judges you about and you want to I don't know yell at them about it then uh, let us know we'll get you on the show um, but yeah that's, that's been about it so thanks for listening my name is Josh my name is Jesse I'm Kylie I'm Joanna yes and we're the Twist Modern Podcast we will talk to you next week Let's just face it, we can't erase it, and I can't take it, I'm always pacing.